You're going on a journey. A journey through memory. All you have to do is follow my voice. We're closed. I know, I'm sorry it's late. We have time for one more job. began to rise and war broke out. Nostalgia became a way of life. There wasn't a lot to look forward to. So people began looking back. Nothing is more addictive than the past. No, 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 put me back. Put me back. I understand. She's moved on, and you should too. People don't just Vanishing. To find where she'd gone, I had to know where she'd been. Was she running from the past? Or racing back towards it? How much did you really know her? How much did you love Who was she? Who was she when not with me? You think you are answers? Well, you don't. Where is she? Where is she? Arson, bribery, murder. People love their secrets. Don't go down this path. Stay here, in this life. Blind eye to plenty. I have to do this. That machine of yours, how close can you get before the illusion's broken? You're going on a journey. All you have to do is follow my voice. And I'm Cameron. And we're just two cousins who love watching movies. So we decided to make a podcast. Welcome to the What the Flick podcast. Welcome to episode four of the What the Flick podcast. Today we are reviewing Reminiscence. Is that how you say it? Yeah, remin- Reminiscence. Yeah, Reminiscence? I mean, that's how you say it. Like with an E or an I. Remember we couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to spell it. Reminiscence, nescence, I don't know. It to me, it seems like a made-up word. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. I think honestly, they made, it might be a real word, but I think they made it up. No, I think it is a real word. This is um, the second movie in the Hugh Jackman Rebecca Ferguson saga, which begun as The Greatest Showman, and this is also affectionately known to me as the one where Rebecca Ferguson actually sings. Oh yeah. She so, does. I mean, I'm assuming I can't say that for sure, but it sounded like her. I think I think it was her singing. Yeah, I think it was I feel, her too. I feel confident. It was like, well, because when she sang for Greatest Showman, like they said she had a good voice. She just didn't have like a powerhouse voice, which yeah. 
I I get that. Um, yeah, I think it was uh, Lauren Allred that sang yes. like her song. And she won like what like British got Britain's Got Talent or it's whatever that version of or yeah, it's something. She won something overseas. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So that was, but she. I think Rebecca Ferguson had said in some press junkets that she didn't know that they were dubbing her so i'm like well that's awkward (laughs) could you imagine or i think when they were on set they didn't know that they were gonna and i don't think they knew okay so i think she's actually singing obviously in the in greatest showman but they didn't end up using her voice i'm sure they told her before she showed up at the premiere otherwise i'd be like holy crap i sound amazing (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think i sounded like that wow i wow I that microphone really changed my voice. Um, <laughs> but no, you can tell in this movie she's got a great voice. She plays a singer mm-hmm. in this ish, whatever. Um, and so yeah, I that I really, really desperately wanted to like this movie. Yeah. I had I remember the the first trailer hope. I saw. Yes. I was like, oh, well, this is like a, it's gonna be good. Yeah. So I think we just need to jump in with the scores. What did you give it? Yeah, so I landed on a 53 out of 100. Okay, whew, that's low. So what, yeah. mine was, I gave it a, a 62. I had to write it okay. down because otherwise I was like, I'm going to forget it. Um, yeah. I gave it a 62. It's not bad. Because not, not too big of a difference between us, but uh, yeah, yeah, obviously I was it's a little not, lower. It's weird because I do think it's worth a watch. I think so too. Like it's not. I think so too. It's horrible. interesting. But it just didn't live up to the trailer for me. Yeah, I think honestly, I think overall, like their execution and like the story was uh, pretty good. Like realistically, I think there was just a lot of other parts about it that did not work very well. Um, so what were the things that didn't work for you? So the <laughs> You're main about to list thing, everything in the movie, aren't you? No. <laughs> yeah, no. The the main thing, 100 percent without hesitation is the dialogue it, yes, it was the script was awful the script was so bad like there was i don't even know like 15 times throughout the movie where i just like i'd like they'd read the line or whatever and i was like what are they doing yeah it's bad i was like who who talked nobody talks like no that. and i get that it's like so the the premise of the movie before we jump into it is um set in the future in miami I'm assuming climate change. I can't remember what happened, but basically like the city is like, yeah, flooded. I think it was like global warming stuff. So the city's like, ba- yeah. it's not underwater, but like all the streets are now like canals and you know, whatever. Do they ever say what year it is? I don't think they do. No, they don't. No, it's just some random time in the future, but it can't be that far in the future. Cause it's there. There's not like tons of crazy technology or weirdness that would make you yeah, believe it it's like a like, hundred years in the future. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah, 20. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, 15, yeah. 20 years and in the future, I would guess. Hugh Jackman plays a detective slash business owner <laughs> of yeah, a machine that, a part of it. that allows you to relive your memories. Mm-hmm. So, and that's reminiscence, reminiscence, that's reminiscence, whatever the heck that is. And so people pay him to relive memories. So sometimes people come in and it's just like, Hey, I really miss this person. And I, I just want to relive this memory. My favorite memory with somebody or in Rebecca Ferguson's case, she shows up and she lost her keys and she can't remember where she put them, which I'm like, that's really going out of your way to find your keys. 
Um, yeah. But it would be nice to have the option if you lost something to be able to go back and try and pluck it from your memory. Um, and so basically, because he's a detective and he does this, he does kind of use this machine to find clues the way I kind of um, said it on Twitter was like, it was like a reverse minority report where like, it wasn't looking into the future for clues. It was looking into the past, but they were still using this like machine to read people's minds to do it. Yeah. And so it's, it's not a pre-crime division. It's a post-crime division, um, which I guess technically is all crime divisions. Yeah. Right. That's general um, into the past. So, Basically, like Rebecca Ferguson's like, I don't want to spoil the whole thing because I do think it's worth a watch. But basically, like she comes in and they end up um, falling in love ish. And uh, she's wrapped up in a big case that the detect- so it's like the two worlds like kind of collide into one where yeah. she's messed up in this like drug run, like this drug lord that's in like another city and all this other stuff. So that's the premise of the movie. It's categorized as a neo-noir thriller, which you know me, I love a good noir thriller movie and it has all of the elements. Like I still, when I started watching it again this afternoon, I didn't finish the whole thing, but I, it is the script that is so bad. I can't pinpoint though. It's not that entirely. There's just something else missing. But the cinematography is like gorgeous. The acting for yeah. for the lines that they're given is great. Like, yeah, because that's the thing, too, is like, you know, the script is bad when it's like Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson are still like kind of making it work. But you're just like, oh, it just it's very stilted, yeah. you know, like and, it's. And this was like for for some reason for me, this is one of my least favorite Hugh Jackman performances. Like like you said, like, I think he was doing pretty well given the stuff that he was handed. Yeah. But I still just, I, it still just didn't seem like a top flight Hugh Jackman to me. I don't know why. Like that was one of the other problems that I had with it is just like, I, I don't know if it was just his character in general or his performance, but there was something about it that I was just like, it just didn't kind of click with me. I just, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I thought, um, it was a Tandy Newton, Tandy yeah. Newton, Tandy Newton and Rebecca Ferguson were both, were both really good. Um, so I think that brought it up for me because those two, delivered really good performances uh jackman's was just kind of i don't know i i I don't know if it was the character or the performance but i just didn't really gel with it well it's like weird so like it's clear like so hugh jackman's narrating it which you kind of find out another big issue i had with it was that narration that was weird well so okay so the old noir thrillers of like those old private detective like movies and short stories and everything are narrated by the private eye, mm-hmm. but there's a certain like candor and cadence and language style that is yeah. used that was not used in this. Right. Like uh, I get yeah, trying exactly, to like, exactly. it's like they tried to like modernize that concept and then it just didn't work, yeah. you know? And it's yeah, like, maybe just... if the script was better, it would have been. I think so because like I didn't have, like I don't have a problem with narration in general. It right. was just like, the way that he was narrating and like 
the things he was saying was it was just I couldn't take it seriously. Like I just kept <laughs> I kept just being like, all right, dude, like, you know, OK, yeah, it's because like he was like delivering, like at least in some of the narration, these like deep lines. Right. And it was yes. and it was supposed to be like thought provoking or something like that. I was like, OK, like it just well, sounded like dumb. Well, it's because like so I think there was supposed to be like a tie in. So you find out like what 30 to 40 minutes into the movie that everything you've seen up to that point is basically a rem his reminiscence so to speak and in order to go into your memories you have to like be guided so Hugh Jackman's character guides these characters and he always starts off with like you're going on a journey and he's like in their ear and so it's like he's narrating their memory And so I Mm -hmm. get kind of like the tie in, like I get what they were trying to do where it's like, oh, it's a callback to those noir thrillers where the private eye is like, I'm sitting in my office, like blah, 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 like all this stuff, you know, a beautiful dame walks in, you know, like all it literally all those tropes exist in this movie. And I freaking love those movies. It just doesn't work. And it doesn't work. It's like they almost tried to like do too much with it. It's like they tried to like yeah. connect it to this like other thing. And it it was like it would have been better if they just would have made that movie without all this other weird stuff in it. Yeah. But I also feel like to your point, Hugh Jackman, for how good he is, can't pull off that character. No. He, and yeah, I don't know right. why, because he's a he's a great actor. But for some yeah. reason... I don't know. It just did not click. It did not yeah, it connect. Didn't work. And, I agree. But like Rebecca Ferguson, she was born for that time period. Like, yeah, fantastic. Born for that. And I, so it's a real shame. I do think they still, they have great chemistry. I mean, they had good chemistry and greatest showman. That was probably like the saving grace of this movie was that for sure. They still have good chemistry despite the bad dialogue, despite all of the weirdness of all of that stuff. Like it kind of centered it a little bit, which made it at least watchable, I think. Um, yeah. But in Rebecca Ferguson, um, or as I like to call her, Becky Fergs, because, you know, we're besties. Becky Fergs. Um, she, play, she always plays the, is she good? Is she bad? She's great at yeah. that character. Because. She is. There's just something about her that you're just like, I don't know. I don't know that I trust her 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, yeah. So she kind of plays one of those characters in this movie, and that was her big thing in the in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which Cameron and I just did on the Booze Cruise podcast. So we're mm-hmm. very close um, to the Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, and she's just, she's so good in it. She really is just like built for that. She does such a good it's the same thing we talked about in on the booze cruise where it's like you believe her as like an old Hollywood glam, but then also as this like modern kind of badass. And they yeah. really did still kind of tap into that, you know, in this movie, which t- to me was my, my favorite part of the movie. But honestly, the cinematography too is like legit. Like there's yeah, actually some good. really beautiful in the poster for this movie. I know it's so dumb. I didn't like the movie that much, but I'm like, I want the poster. Like the poster is yeah. legit. <laughs> the poster is very cool. You're right. Like, it is. No, the visuals were great. They well, really and were. to your point, I think you'd mentioned it this on the last episode where we were kind of teeing this up where it has like the poster gives off some very like Blade Runner 2049 feels. It has that like mm-hmm. blue and orange, yeah. red kind of that kind of look to it. And it's futuristic, obviously, um, but it is not 
even close to Blade Runner 2049. So don't, so don't no, go it doesn't, into it, it doesn't thinking. Quite, yeah. doesn't quite reach the levels of Blade Runner 2049, which I believe I gave a 99 out of 100. Yeah, so a little, a little bit different. Um, yeah, I've only seen that bit. movie once. I need to watch it again. Uh, but Ooh, I... So good. Yeah, what else didn't work for you? Like, what else did you have written down? Because so, I, the only thing I could really hang it on was the script. And I, because I was like, there's so many other elements about it that I do appreciate, but it's just like they just didn't all come together. So, so hit me with what you were thinking. Yeah. So, I, yeah, dialogue script, like, number one was what like irritated me, I guess, the most, where I was just like, what are they doing? Like, <laughs> who, who's writing these things? Um, but, but the other thing too is I, I think they just, I think there was interesting like layers here and there yeah. was an interesting concept and the main concept of like the reminiscence and stuff like I think they executed that pretty well. I think they just added too many layers. Like I yeah. think it was just like, whoa, it's like, we're, oh, we're going here. Now we're going here and like That's we get deeper point. and deeper because yeah. like the twist part at the end. Yep. Like when they like pulled that off and it was like, Oh, like that's a really interesting thing. I like, like that. It was like, I'd almost forgotten like where we were yeah. going. I was, you're like, you know, too, you're too many layers deep. Like you're like, I forgot about yeah. that. That was four layers ago. Yeah. yeah. When they like, pull, when they like pulled it off, I was like, that's actually really interesting, but yeah. it's not getting the payoff for me that it yeah. should, because we've been like burrowed in the ground, like for 50 minutes now. And I have no <laughs> idea what's like, it's like, we're, where are we going with I'm this? I'm way over there on that storyline. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. if you would just, I think that they just, I think they just got out over their skis and just tried to do too much with yeah, it. Like I they should have kept it. I think that's a fair assessment. I really do. Because yeah, there's a lot going on in the movie where you're just like, oh, that's it. And then something happens and you're like, nope, that wasn't it. Yeah, and there's like just 15 like, Wait. different things happening. Yeah, like what's happening? What's going on? Yeah, it's really, that is an interesting, I think you're probably right. I need to watch it again, but I 1000% agree with that. Like there's too many, kind of like the first bad guy they introduce, like the bad guy is like this drug lord and some city. I forget what city it was. And New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans. That's right. And uh, so he goes there and then he's like dead and you're like, oh, yeah okay so like now what and they're, they're like chasing down all of these and it's just like they don't it's not like to your point the layers don't really have anything to do with each other so like he doesn't show up to new orleans right. and this guy is dead and that leads him to like another thing it's just like oh that's a dead end okay well let's go back and like try something else and it's yeah. like the payoff is when they lead into each other like it's all woven together Right. And it's like, they don't do a good job of that in this movie. It, like, it Aside doesn't feel from earned the, at that point. Yeah. Because it's just like, like, oh, all of a sudden. Yeah. And it sucks because you're right. The concept is like actually really interesting. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's kind of like, it's hard when you have movies like Inception where like Christopher Nolan, like absolutely knocks it out of the park that yeah. it kind of makes you wonder like, I, there's a lot of movies like that where I'll see it and I'm like, mm, I wish so-and-so would have made it. It would have been. You know, like I yeah. wish this director would have grabbed a hold of it. And yep. what's interesting on this one, too, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the woman who directed it also wrote it. So normally, did you know what else she's done? And this will probably she did a Westworld, right? Yeah. Which another issue with Westworld is like the concept and a bunch of stuff is very interesting, but they it feels like they're kind of wandering off into the woods every which way it's like it's like they have a really good concept and a really good idea 
and they have all the bones there and they just it's just like they don't have a full picture of like the like of how to execute it yeah that's right. interesting. I've never watched Westworld, but I've heard like interesting things about it. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So she just has kind of a um, a narrative issue then and a dialogue it's, problem. Yeah. Maybe she yeah. should stop writing and just direct. That might be her. Yeah. But it's weird because normally like people who write and direct like you're such a huge part of the entire vision. I think movies like this where like to your point where like there's just too many layers. It doesn't really all connect. The payoff's not great. You're like, oh, the director and the writer just were not seeing the same. It seems vision. like there's a disconnect. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, it was the same person. So, yeah, so she was either like, well, at war with herself in her brain or she's maybe it's not great at this and should consider doing one or the other. Maybe not both. Yeah. And it's almost like. It's kind of like the thing where, and maybe it's like, it's maybe it needed two people so that somebody could be like, Hey, like this doesn't make sense. Um, you know what I mean? Like I'm reading this in the script and like, "Mm, I'm not tracking, but like, I liken it to, uh, like we always joke around with my mom or like, we'll be in a conversation and then all of a sudden she'll just like say something out of nowhere and we're like, what the heck are you talking about? And she's like, like, where'd that come from? Well, in my head, I thought this that led to this led to this, which got yep. me here. And we're like, yeah, we can't follow you, mom. We're not inside your brain. Like, we didn't take those leaps. Right. We can't take those leaps with you. We don't know how you got there. And this movie feels like that, but not in like a good way. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, yeah. And it's like. It's certainly in an interesting or testing way. We were like, what? What? And like. How are we here? I feel like there's all. There's always a chance with like movies like this where like her whole point was that we weren't getting the full picture because maybe the whole thing is supposed to be a reminiscence of like how you don't always get like when you're in a dream, like you don't always get all the details or like you don't always. But even if that was the case, she didn't pull it off. Like there's a like you could take that away from it, but it's clear that she wasn't going for that. Well, yeah, because like, especially like in in movies that kind of go for something like that, where it's like you normally leave a lot like in the periphery and like you don't over explain things and you don't like ham fist things in there. It's all very vague and kind of for you to like fill in the blanks yourself. And there was like a lot of stuff like the like the world that they're in and like how things work or whatever were very like ham fistedly explained. Yeah. You're like, this is how this works. You're like, you're like, okay, yeah, like I get it. But then it was like, like with like the, um, what were they called? Not like the landlords, but the, uh, the people who owned like dry land. Oh, I can't remember what yeah, they were yeah, called, yeah. but it was like, they kind of like explained that. And you like got a clear picture of like, okay, like, well, that's what that is. But then they like, use that also as they like shoehorned in as like a plot point like later in the movie yeah and it was like it just i was like well like i think it would have been better left like either unexplained or used more throughout the movie like one or the other like it just felt random at that point it was like we have to have the scene in here otherwise like the ending won't make sense so we got to do this and explain this because it's gonna eventually end up coming around but we don't really have a good way of putting this into the script. So yeah, yeah, like there was just, it's like, there's a way to do world building. It's obviously in the future. It's obviously like, you know, it's weird because it's Miami. So it's not some futuristic city that doesn't exist. Like it's a version of a city that we know. And Mm -hmm. 
it's not entirely different than how we live our lives. They live at night instead of during the day. Like there are things that are a little bit different, but it's like, if you're going to build a world like that, you kind of have to like, you can't build it as you go. Like you have to like, you have to like establish stuff at the beginning of the movie. And like, to your point, all there was a world and a timeline and a, and a set of rules that are established in the first 20 minutes. And like, honestly, that stuff is good. And then as the movie goes on, she's like, Oh, also this. And then you're like, wait, what? Like, I don't understand like where, okay, why do I need to know this? You know? And then you're like, it's like this whole other set of rules that you're just like, okay, cool. But like, what is happening? Um, so it's like, if she would have just simplified it and kind of kept it, to that world she built in the first 20 to 30 minutes, like it probably would not have been awful. The script, the dialogue would have still been like, eh, suspect. Yeah. But, but maybe like the, 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 the story is like a little tighter and a little more sensical. Like one of like the large plot points and like payoffs at the end is like based entirely around, Hugh Jackman's character just like randomly seeing a lady that he had like seen (laughs) previously that was like there was like an important lady but like we had heard nothing about them before that and then all of a sudden like you just see them walking out of a building with like a crowd around him and he's like oh like I know who that is and then all of a sudden like he just like goes yeah to like visit and talk to her and it's just like whoa wait what where Where did did that come come from? from yeah 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 like yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like, I feel like they, if she would have just simplified it, you're right. I think it would have been much more clean. There's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did you have that you thought maybe didn't work? Were those kind of the two big ones? Yeah, those are kind of the two big ones. Like, honestly, I think, I think if she had like it, either simplified it or honestly, like explained and shown less. Yes. I think it would have worked because it could have been something where you're like the whole time you're like, oh, like, what, what what's this about? What's that about? Like, where's that? You know, yeah. and there's like just stuff like around the edges that like aren't really explained yeah. and are kind of like left up for you to like kind of figure out. But it was like caught in the middle of those two things because like that could have kept you engaged and like wondering and like yeah. interested. As, and you're like, what? You know, I, I want to know like more about like this world, but it's not like costing the story or anything. But right. you're just like, what was that about? What was this about? Yeah. Like in a like cohesive kind of backdrop way. Yeah. Uh, but it was just kind of like a weird mix of the two, where it's like, here's everything that's going on, and then later on, it's like also this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's like, like if what? she would have just employed the J.J. Abrams like rabbit rabbit foot mentality of like he's going after this thing and we don't have to know what the thing is. The important thing is that he needs yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I think like there were still elements of it that I did. Was there anything that you were like, Oh, I liked that. I thought what was really cool. There's a scene where, um, it's like kind of the montage where Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson are like, kind of like, no, it's the more it's, they they have they spend their first night together and then they're up on the roof the next morning, which is actually the dusk. I don't know. It's confusing. Um, yeah. Another weird plot thing that it's like you didn't really have to explain that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that was weird. Yeah, that was like weird. some people do just have night shifts like it's not that weird. Like, I don't know. Like it was just um, but 
so he's like talking to her and then the camera starts to like like it starts to like go like sideways and it like the audio starts to get really warped and then her like hair starts to blow back like it's in water and then she's underwater and then it just like flash and he wakes up and that's when you realize like this whole thing leading up to this has been a reminiscence and i'm like there were some really cool moments like that that i thought there was like clear that this woman who directed and wrote it, what is her name? I feel bad that we're not saying it at all in this podcast. It's, um, it's, I got it right here. It's Lisa Joy. Lisa Joy. I don't know how I couldn't remember that. That's a very easy name to remember. Very simple. Um, she, it's clear that she had like very specific like moments in her mind of like, Hey, at this point, like this is how I want it to look. And like the way they shot it and the way it was edited was like all like obviously pre-planned, but it's weird. Cause like, I almost think of that as like a comic book where like, she has like frames, like where it's like, Hey, in this frame, like I want it to look like this and I want this specific thing, but it's like the getting to the, each of those moments is like, what are we doing? Like, how did we get over here? But that whole fight scene underwater that's in like that huge theater. Mm -hmm. Super awesome. Really cool. Like really cool. There's like, there's like like, moments in this movie where you're like, it could have been great. It could have been great. You needed help getting from this moment to this moment. Yeah. It was literally like point A to point B. And like, so yeah, real quick, like my one, like last kind of issue where I think like misstep was like, Rebecca Ferguson after like the first I feel like 40 45 minutes yeah is like technically still in it but like the never pieces that you get are like either like really small like flashbacks yeah and that's it but like the whole time like she is like the center of attention yeah she's the main she really like Hugh Jackman's the main character but she's like the main she is really the thing that's driving the plot yeah and you just never see her really except for like little snippets like from the past pretty much it was just kind of weird to me i was like it was like it was like she just disappeared from the movie but like the whole movie was about her still and it's like can we like you guys should have incorporated her yeah you know however you could and like obviously like you know you get the more of an explanation as to like what happened but um no i thought the visuals visuals were really good that's like true i I mean when it comes to rebecca ferguson it's like you don't put michael jordan on the bench you know what i mean yeah exactly when you got rebecca ferguson you put her in the movie man like because she's captivating like she's she's like exactly. i think that's why she does that like good is she good or bad so well because she has like this like intrigue where you're like what's going on in her head i don't know like she's very mysterious yeah. you know what i mean and she like i to your point like when you take her out of the movie the mystery like that so it's weird it's like the mystery is gone but actually there's just more mystery but it's not a good mystery you right. know what i mean it's like less where you're intriguing like, yeah it's less intriguing because she's just disappeared which she she does disappear in the movie like the character but yeah. um it reminds me of that scene in i Tanya where like it cuts back to allison janney and she's like where the f is my storyline gone <laughs> like i just wanted that moment yeah. in this movie with rebecca ferguson where you're just like yeah. where did she because you could have like we all kind of knew she was still alive she wasn't dead and so yeah you could have had more scenes it was like they gave us they gave us too much of her yes in the beginning and then she was just gone like if they had just given her like us like a little bit yeah 
it would have been like, oh, that's intriguing. And then her absence would have been intriguing. But it was more interesting having her on screen and being like, OK, like, how do we like, is she good? Is she bad? Like, what's her motive? Like, yeah. what's going on? And I think that would have been a lot more interesting down the road of the movie if she had been in some scenes. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, and it was on. like not. Yeah. And the chunks that they. Well, it's almost like because they did do a good job, I thought. Right after she disappears and they capture that one guy and he's with the other detectives. And that's when you find out she was like doing drugs and was like not the person that he thought she was. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. She's got this whole like double life and we just like don't even know about it. And so you think that they're going to explore that more. And then they're like, nope. And you're just like, what is happening? (laughs) Like, what was, you know, like, so I totally, I, I think that's a huge I think that's a huge takeaway too, is just like, yeah, I, there's so many, there's so many things that this movie could have been. It makes me sad yeah. because yeah, I know I really feel like it could have been something great. Plus you had the the team so. up with uh, the Mission Impossible re-team. Well, not re-team because they weren't in the same one, but Tandy Newton, Rebecca yeah. Ferguson, both Mission Impossible gals. Yep. And, yep. um, from right. from the worst Mission Impossible and the best Mission Impossible, so we had that going That's for right. us. Um, but yeah, so what? So what were the things that you enjoyed? Like, what were things that you actually liked? Yeah, so like like you said, I thought the visuals were really good. Um, I thought there was like some really strong scenes. I honestly thought that they did the like timeline jump and like, is yeah. it modern day? Like, when is it? Is this a reminiscence? Whatever. I thought they did that in a really good way that kind of kept you on your toes. Yeah. Um, it was just maybe sometimes the things that were happening yeah. uh, specifically that were like, what? what? But like the timeline jumping and stuff like that, I thought was was cool. Um, some good acting, like we like I said, you know, from from Rebecca Ferguson, Tanny Newton and and Hugh had some scenes here and there. But overall, like you said, like his character, just he did, he just wasn't really like believable or like it didn't really click for him as like that type of character. Like I'm but, trying to think, like, who would you have cast in that besides Hugh Jackman? Like, who would have fit that? Like, who would have fit the yeah. bill there? I'm trying to think there's it's got to be. Maybe. Maybe like I could see like Gyllenhaal, honestly. Yeah, it almost needs somebody that has like that kind of like they need to match like Rebecca Ferguson's like classic noir kind of feel. Like it needs to somebody who you believe in. Like it's not a period piece, but you need to believe that it could be. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like they just have to be able to pull off like because like Hugh Jackman's character was like a little bit kind of. I'd say like unstable or unwell and like yeah. kind of like supposed to be like kind of dark and like smoldering kind of right. Like where right. it's like mysterious gruff. Uh, so like, yeah, I don't I really there's like a couple people that pop to mind. I just don't know if they like fit that well. I don't know who you cast there because if you want somebody like a little bit older. Well, that's a weird thing, too. Like. I feel like Rebecca Ferguson is like paired with older people obviously because yeah. tom cruise is like almost 60 but like i mean, she's not that old i mean she's not she's not that much older no. than me it makes me want to like kill myself um <laughs> not really but i'm just like oh great um you almost need like a Clooney. that's too old but like that yeah, kind of you're you're definitely like on the right line there of like that kind of person like weirdly i think brad pitt would be able to pull it off he'd never do that movie but 
You know, he he like popped into my head. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I think he could probably like Leo could do, do it. it. Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't think it would have oh, been. Leo. It's not. Yeah. I don't think it would have been good for him. I mean, it's like, okay, let's say the script, the script is better. Like, let's say the concept is there. The script is better. It's being made by somebody like Christopher Nolan with Rebecca Ferguson in that role. Who do yeah. you cast? And I'm like, Leo could do it. He's believable yeah. kind of in that. I think Leo would be really good with that. Yeah. like Because he fits into like that noir style. And like, obviously he's just, he's Leo. He's really good. He's Leo. Who doesn't love Leo? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like who's like a young George Clooney. I can't. Why can't I think of somebody? I don't know. Like I, I, I Gosling like popped into my head, but I was like, oh, he's too young. I think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, which I is think weird because I don't think young. he's that young. But I, I could see Ryan Gosling. I just don't see him paired with Rebecca Ferguson. He seems too young. Now, if Emma Stone was playing Rebecca Ferguson's part, which she absolutely Perfect. could have. I mean, we know yeah. they they love working together. It's so Christian Bale. I was like, I don't, I, it doesn't click with me, but I, I would be interested to see. It'd be an interesting what movie. That would look it's like. weird because like it's like, oh yeah, Christian Bale would have been great if so and so had played Rebecca Ferguson's part. You know yeah, what I mean? Like right. you'd almost have to recast that um, that mm-hmm. role. Like Benicio del Toro is too old, but he would have been good. Oh, Benicio would have been really yeah. good. You're right. He is he is too old, but that would have been a good choice. Weirdly, like Colin Farrell probably would have worked. Oh, right. That might be the one. I th- honestly, I think Colin Farrell might be might be the answer there. That because he, he kind of has really that gruffness that. about him too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Like he's a little I can rough. Definitely see him. Guys, doing that. Hollywood, why aren't you calling us? Call the What the <laughs> Flick podcast. We'll cast your next movie. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Jake Gyllenhaal though would have been. I think probably could have pulled it off too. And he's a little yeah, bit younger. I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think if you did Jill and Hall, like you probably would want to pick like a, a probably a different actress. Like I don't know if Jill and Hall and Rebecca Ferguson. Like I don't know if that. Yeah. Works like there might be somebody else who would just be a better pairing, but I could see Jill and Hall being pretty good in it. Like, I think. I think you probably would have gotten like a different performance for sure like it probably would have been a little more out there yeah which might have been good like i don't know you know i think that could have worked because i think like they're to your point like a huge part of that character's arc is like he does become obsessively unhinged right and i don't think i ever really got that from hugh in the movie he's too put together yeah he's too like just kind of like solid you know what i'm saying like he just seems too yeah, two put together, I guess. And like, wait, Gyllenhaal can oh, yeah. absolutely, Colin him. Farrell can absolutely <laughs> yes. lose it. Right? Colin Farrell would have been so interesting. I would have liked Colin he Farrell He was too busy being the penguin. So, <laughs> gosh darn it. Which I am so pumped for that because I just think that's the weirdest casting, but also maybe the most brilliant casting on the face of the planet. The first time I saw like a, a still or like, shot of him like as the penguin i was like oh my gosh are you kidding me like it's just insane to see him like look like that he's unrecognizable no i'll always watch rebecca ferguson so now do you understand now this is even more apropos because i was texting you the other day because all this stuff came out about mission impossible 7 which we talked about in the last um episode of the podcast and i love Haley atwell 
with every fiber of my being. I'm a huge Agent Carter fan. I even watch the TV show. Nobody's even watched the TV show. That's how much of a fan of Haley Atwell I am. Okay. Love Agent Carter. Love the character. Love her as an actress. Think she's great. She's in Mission Impossible 7. I'm super pumped about that. But I'm worried because every behind the scenes or anything out with him filming, it's like him and Haley Atwell, which I'm okay mm-hmm. with. But now I'm worried that Rebecca Ferguson's not going to have as much screen time. And I texted you and I said, I'm worried. I'm worried yeah. that Rebecca Ferguson is getting replaced by Haley Atwell, which and I feel very torn about that because I love Haley Atwell. But I think Rebecca Ferguson is kind of what has made the last two, aside from like the crazy stunts that Tom's doing. She's the one who's really elevated the the storyline of the franchise. So I hope they don't pull Lisa Joy and Rebecca Ferguson disappears halfway through the movie because I would be very upset about that. Mostly too, because I feel like they set up this whole storyline and fallout that if it doesn't have a resolution in seven, I'm going to be very upset. That's why I feel confident that so, because obviously they're doing like seven and eight, like back to back. Right. So my thinking is, is like Rebecca Ferguson's character, Elsa Faust is not going to be, her ending is going to be like, she's going to have a big ending if there is an ending yeah. for her. Like there's going to be like a big payoff like yeah. for her character. Oh, so like, I think though. what's going to happen yeah, go. is that like Haley Atwell <laughs> is going to, Haley Atwell is going to like have a role obviously like in seven, but I think they're going, it's going to be a lot of Tom Cruise and Rebecca Ferguson. I think it's going to be Ethan Hunt and Elsa Faust and there's going to be like a big storyline there. Yeah. And then I could see that like paying off pretty well like it just kind of yeah. like wraps up and then like she might still be in it in eight or not but then Haley Atwell I think is going to probably play a big role in eight yeah would be my guess I kind of yeah I think you're probably right because or they are filming them at the same time right ish yeah uh, yeah they just yeah, they, they just wrapped on seven I think and yeah but I'm sure I there's think they're pieces going into eight soon yeah um but it seems like Rebecca Ferguson's posting a lot of behind the scenes stuff with Simon Pegg. It looked like when she was filming. So I'm wondering if they split the team up. They may have. She's they're doing more, which I'm like, ugh, whatever. Um, I'm trying not to be a Debbie downer about, cause I'm so pumped for mission impossible seven. And I really need to like, uh, really tamper my expectations down to like a realistic level of like, it's not the Rebecca Ferguson show. It is the Tom Cruise show. Right. So you need to take a chill pill. Like she's not the main character in the movie. Sure. But. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, she wasn't even like in six. She wasn't even in six as much as she was in five. Right. So, um, well, I don't know. I mean, probably there just were a lot more characters in Fallout than there were. Yeah, in Rogue there Nation. Was. So, and I liked all of the other characters in <laughs> Fallout. So, which by the way, I watched this morning because. I Did felt you? like it. Sometimes well, I do. It's never I just am like, yeah. I'm like, I just want to watch Fallout. Um, but well, because all the news was getting me hyped. I was like, oh man, yeah. I can't wait. You're like, I need it. I need it. So that that's my fear, obviously, because in this movie they uh they benched Rebecca Ferguson halfway through and it was probably <laughs> to their detriment. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I think it's worth a watch. It's on HBO Max. If you have it, it's free. Obviously, like you don't have to pay anything. I don't know that I'd advise somebody to go to a theater and pay for it. Did you watch it in theaters or did you just watch it on HBO Max? No, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, I did too. I, I, did. I It was in IMAX here and I was like, oh, I should have gone to see it. Uh, but I 
just because I do think some of those visuals are probably say, pretty I, stunning I was about on a big say, screen. I was like, is it? And I was like, no, there's pre- there's some pretty good visuals. Yeah, so yeah, it probably would have paid off. But yeah, but if you're if you have HBO Max, it's definitely worth a watch. Like it's not like Cameron said, they get in the weeds, but like for the most part, it's not it's watchable. And there are really yeah, good intriguing. parts of it. Yeah. Like you're like you'll leave the movie. It's kind of similar to what we're saying where you're like, oh, that was an interesting concept. Like I wish they would yeah. have done it better. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think there was um, I think there were good things about it that you could take away and go like, oh, that was kind of worth a watch. I'd be very interested to see somebody's opinion who's like maybe not as critical as we are yeah. to see how they yeah, feel about it. Because I, I have a too. feeling like, I don't know. I have a feeling like some people will walk away and be like, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. And not oh, really have like yeah, bad things to say that. about it. So, all right. I think we should let our listeners, because you're, pro- if you're not going to see the movie, we're going to take you out with the sultry uh, tones of one Rebecca Ferguson as she sings in the movie. Reminiscence. Whisper something in your ear. It was a perverted thing to say. But I said it. Nothing's gonna hurt you, babe.